How's it going, everyone? My name is Alfonso Cadena, and welcome to the Eminence Legacy Podcast. So you're already familiar with me, Alfonso, your co-host, and Jose Luis Cadena, who's also here with us. But today we have somebody visiting us today. We have Marilyn Jasso. Marilyn, how are you? I'm Marilyn Hassel, and I am 32 years old. I'm a mother of two beautiful girls, uh, Naomi and Areli, and they are six and eight years old. I am a business owner for a uh, mystic scoping, which we do teeth whitening, body sculpting, Botox, and um, also just recently got my certification as a personal trainer at Gold's Gym. And I'm looking forward into getting my certification for a Zumba instructor as well. Congratulations on those certifications. That's really cool. So yeah, that's one thing that we, uh, so full disclosure, I'm not licensed in any way for, uh, for personal fitness. Uh, Jose Luis, though, he does have his license. So that's something that we definitely want to talk about, about your guys' experiences as coaches. Um, so let me ask you this. So for both, for everybody here, everybody needs a motivation to get started in fitness, right? So let me tell you a little bit about myself. So the way I got started is that I had moved to San Antonio and I was around a group of people that they were great and a lot of fun to be with. But the only thing that we would do for fun was go eat out. So, you know, we would work a long week and we would get to the weekend and we were like, oh, what are we going to do today? It's like, oh, well, let's try this new restaurant. Oh, let's try this. And, you know, like everything is good in moderation, right? But I'll tell you what was the wake up call for me. The wake up call was when I saw my nephews, in this case, Jose Luis's sons, and they were competing at the time for Taekwondo. And I saw that they were restricting their diet, that they were eating healthy. And I don't want to say restricting diet as a, in a bad way. I'm saying like, you know, being able to make better choices for themselves and still be satisfied, not, not like starving themselves per se. That way they can prepare for competition. And I thought to myself, hey, if a 13-year-old can do it, what's my excuse? So that was like my big wake-up call. What about you guys? What inspired you guys to to start your fitness journey? I'll go ahead and start first. So I started when I was 13, and basically it was my insecurities. I started working out because I didn't feel confident about myself. So uh, my uncle actually introduced me to weightlifting. And that's basically when I started um, getting into fitness. And my certification came because I asked how much it was to get a personal trainer and it was equivalent to what it was going to be to get certified. So I said, you know what, let me just get certified. All right, Marilyn. So I'll start. Um, also, I basically didn't start until I was about 20, about 24, 26. Um, I had. I was overweight, about 209 pounds. Um, and like you said, our fun thing is always to go and eat somewhere, try something new because the food looks so delicious, right? And having to restrict yourself in a restaurant while you're next to people is very difficult. <laughs> I understand that now. Um, but my whole wake-up call, I would say, were my two girls. Um I wanted to be able to play with them. I wanted to be able to go and get on the slide with them. And I knew if I was overweight, like there's no way I was going to fit in a slide their size, right? So I um, basically uh, started my journey after my second kid. Um, and I just, I said, you know what? I'm, I'm going to put my all into this. I'm going to lose the weight. I'm going to be there for them because they're going to need a role model. And honestly, it was just me who they had. Um, their father, unfortunately, uh, was a diabetic um, and he turned 21. 
So I said, you know, this is not the picture that they ha I need to have where only myself, overweight and prone to having diabetes as well, him over, you know, not controlled. I felt that what were these kids going to do if we were gone? So it motivated me. It woke me up and said, you know what? I need to do something for them. And ever since then, I would say, like, it's always been my children who's motivated me for anything and everything. And getting my license um, to be a personal trainer, just like um, Jose Luis said, it is very convenient. And I would say what made me want to do it was wanting to have that motivation that I have give it to other people let them understand what I had to go through to get over here because it was nothing easy I mean I know Jose Luis you could say it's not or you as well Alfonso it's not easy having to lose weight no yeah and, and that's a and you know that's a reason that keeps up coming up I, and I don't know because I don't have kids right now right but I'm, I am closer to my 30s so I guess like everybody's in that stage of life where they're you know becoming parents and one of the things that I keep hearing over and over again is well, the reason I started fitness is because uh, I wanted to play with my kids. I wanted to be able to carry them, you know, and that's something that it, all of a sudden it's a lot more about because a lot of people think, oh, you go to the gym to look good. Yes, that's definitely a benefit from it, you know, but it's I think you bring up a very important point that like when you think about it in the in the bigger scale of things, it. You know, if you have children, you're be, you're being able to provide them with a better future because you'll be able to spend quality time with them because they're gonna they're little like batteries that are just full of energy. And if you can't keep up, then they're gonna be running circles around you. And most of the time, they're gonna you, you you could tell them as much as you want. Well, why don't you go play outside? Well, guess what? They never saw you play outside. So why are they going to do exactly. it too? Exactly, exactly. And if anything, um, the environment that you give to them, them seeing you wanting to be there for them, wanting to do something, actually helps them in school. You may think that, oh, my presence doesn't need, you know, they don't need me. It does. It makes a very big difference because I've noticed my kids when I kind of, I get too busy with doing work or I kind of step a little bit back from them and let them do their own thing. I can see the grades start going down. I can see that, you know, they're not as happy as they I would usually see them. So when I started, you know, being more involved, showing them healthy, easy eating habits, even, you know, as young, I showed them how to choose different foods. And it's, yeah, I tell them it's okay to eat your McDonald's here and there and your pizzas and stuff. But there's times where you can choose to eat a vegetable with, you know, a meat here or something or fruit instead of chips. And, you know, I want them to make it more as a habit, not something where they think I'm forced to eat a fruit or I'm forced to eat a vegetable. No, like they would love to want to eat a vegetable or fruit. And they, like you said earlier, they feel fulfilled anyways, because they still ate that and they feel good about themselves now even better. So it does make a difference when you you just said, go outside and go play. No, when you go outside and go play, you'll see the performance that they will give you back. The love that you give them, they're going to be different for you. Yeah, you can't give something you don't have. So that's very important. Yes. Yeah, and I really like how you bring up too about how you know, yes, it's okay to have the, you know, the cheeseburger, it's okay to have the sweets, you know, every once in a while as a reward, you know, but it can't consist mostly of it, you know, 
it, it it's a lot more fulfilling when you're able to you know work for it and a lot of people think of like fitness like as something restrictive you know hey i'm free to go eat whatever i want you know but when i realize that hey if i make these better choices i realize that i want that unhealthy thing less Yes, like I just said, it ends up becoming something, a habit that you want to do. You find the the taste of healthy food more tasteful than eating a burger. Like I honestly, I do like eating. Now, uh, I would never picture myself not eating pizza. Pizza is my favorite thing to eat. And now, I don't know how many months I've gone, maybe two, three months, and I have not touched the pizza. And... I'm actually like, I feel better inside. I feel, I don't get that where, oh my God, I overate and food coma type of thing. And no, I actually ate and I feel good and I'm ready like to conquer the next, you know, challenge that I have coming, whatever it is throughout the day. I just, it makes you feel better inside. And if you, like I said, if you feel better inside, your performance will be better in your overall uh, day. That's absolutely right. So let me ask you guys something. So since you both of you have experience in coaching, you find a client for the first. So you find a potential client and pro, when you're when you're looking for them, right? How do you help them find their why? How do you help them find that motivation that they're looking for? Because a lot of times, if if a doctor tells you you need to get healthy, that's not a good motivator, right? No. No. <laughs> no. Well, so, I'd uh, say. Go ahead, Jose Luis. You're fine. Okay. Um, so what I would do, like, to find in a why, I guess in the beginning, you do ask a questionnaire to see what, what they're struggling with or whatnot. And uh, one of the things that, that you need to, I guess, find out is the pain points. Everybody has a pain point. What is that pain point? And after you discover that pain point, you kind of want to bring it out and put it in front of them and, and help them discover their why. Because a lot of times, you get the the simple answer. Oh, I just want to lose weight. Well, what's what's the reason behind that? And although it sounds nice, it's not enough for you to get you to the next level. Marilyn, I you know I totally agree with Jose Luis. Yes, you do go ahead and find that pain point in them. What is it that's causing them to want to lose weight? What is it that they are not liking? What is it that they want to do once they accomplish losing weight? What do they want to feel from there? And I. You know, if I were to tell my people, like, why do you want to lose weight? I would honestly say, like, would you want to lose weight? You know, not because you hate your body, but more love your body. Like, love it. Want to nurture it. Want to see what your body can do. Use it as your strength. Use your pain as a strength. That's what I did. I used a lot of my pain, what I was going through as my strength not as a weakness it didn't stop me from wanting to go to the gym from wanting to stop you know to eat a burger or from wanting not to drink water i used all of my pains and it would what pushed me to wanna you know keep doing what i was doing so yes grab your pains and all those pains grab them and use them for your strength and love yourself love your body yeah, I love how you brought that up because that's there's that misconception too that if you're go if you're trying to do something for yourself is because you dislike yourself or you hate the way that you look. It's not it's not about that at all. It's about nurturing, you know, what has what you have and taking care of it. You know, like if 
you know, there's some people that wash their cars every single day, you know, like, um, and, and the body is no different. I mean, it's like, we actually live in it. We depend on it, you know, so we need to take care of it. And like you brought up earlier, it's like, if we're going to be around for the people that we love the most for a long time, you know, we want to try to be able to, uh, to help ourselves in that matter, to try to ensure that. Yes, exactly. You're exactly right with that. And sometimes you could probably use all of that um, pain and let's say you're using that hate because you hate the way you look. So that's what's fueling you. Like you look in the mirror and I hate it. I hate it. But guess what? If you still lose the weight and you look at yourself and you still hate yourself, you're not going to like what you're seeing. You're not going to appreciate what you've done. So you need to like actually learn how to love yourself first. And, you know, with that, and it's not going to be something easy because it took me a while. I couldn't look at myself in my mirror, even though I still would see everyone would tell me you're losing so much weight. I would still say, no, I'm not. Or I don't see that. Or I still don't like the way I'm looking. But people were like, come on, like, look at you. Not until I fell in love with myself and fell in love with what I was actually doing is when I started seeing my results and I started liking what I was seeing in the mirror. I think it has a lot to do. I think it has a lot to do with being thankful. We need to be thankful of every, every stage we're in. And a lot of times we're not even thankful of the, of the things that we have. So once we become thankful, it kind of changes the perspective and, and why I'm saying this is because so be thankful that you still have the ability to get up and do something about it. There's people that do not have that choice. They don't have the choice of, you know what, I'm going to go for a run today. There's people that can't feel it, feel their legs anymore. So that there's a lot to be thankful for, but we tend to focus on the negative all the time. And um, by nature, I mean, our thoughts are negative uh, for the most part. So we need to kind of change the narrative. Yeah, I love how Marilyn brought up too about like, when it's not a, that other people started noticing before you did. And a lot of times that's the case that I could imagine that as a, you know, I'm, I'm saying it from the client perspective that because I, I, I've worked with personal coaches for the, for the past uh, three years, because I always like to like learn more and try to challenge myself. Right. And one of the things that, that, that she brought up was that, you could be putting in the work and you won't see the results yourself. And all of a sudden somebody mentions it to you and you're like, it's like, Hey, you're, you're, you're lifting a lot more heavier. Hey, you, you know, you're looking very different from when I went from when we first started working together, you know? And when you get that, that third person perspective, you know, that like it, it, it's kind of a wake up call. And I feel like a lot of people quit because they don't see that there's progress right away. But in reality there is. Yes. Yes, there is. It takes about maybe three months for your other of surrounding people to see, you know, what you actually are doing, more or less three months or a month. It just depends. But within six months, you actually start seeing. But because you start noticing, and so I've heard, and it did take me, like I said, it took me a while for me to actually see what I've done. And it's like you said, it does, don't give up at that point when when you don't see the results, like it's working. If you were to actually see what five pounds is to lose to where you gain five pounds, it's a big mm. difference. Definitely. So, so let me ask you guys something. So when you guys got started, what would you say that your level of commitment was? Is this something that improved over time or did you like start like with full intensity right on? 
or as you continue to, in, in your journey, did you continue to incorporate more things that you knew was going to ultimately lead um, to results? So, uh, for example, in my case, um, I really wasn't putting much thought into nutrition. And then until one day I was just like so tired of like not seeing any change in myself. And then I started realizing it's like, hey, you know, working out is important, but like a, the, the other half of that coin, the other side of that coin is like having a better diet. So uh, so what, what was your guys' experience with that? Go ahead, Marnie. So I would say um, I wasn't really going hard in the beginning. I wasn't. I kind of, my first step was leaving, like everyone says, let me leave my Coke. <laughs> that's the main thing that everybody leaves is the Coke. And that's what I did. I left Coke and I changed it to water or tea. But still, even then, like you just said, Alfonso, I didn't see any results. I was going to the gym. I would try to wake up at five in the morning to go and I would be like, why can't I just stay in bed? But um, I'd say over time, I did change a lot of my eating habits, especially now. I stopped with, the, like I said, I stopped with the Coke. I started drinking water. Um, I stopped with tea. And then I started choosing more healthy, but I would kind of like do a reward where I would have my cheat days or then from cheat days, it would become to cheat weeks. And I was like, you know what? I need to stop. Like if I'm putting in so much effort at the gym, I need to stop doing this stuff. So now come, I literally just eat um, protein, poor protein. Um, I have my water. I have no carbs. I have no sugars. and it really has done a huge impact in the results now. What I felt was like, you know what, I'm thin, but I still feel kind of inflammated. I still can't see myself completely as thin, as flat as I would like to be from my tummy area, especially us moms. We have, you know, our little pouch there. I felt, I was like, there's something, what else do I need to do? And I always kept, you know, figuring, challenging myself. So now it's not until later on that I actually go the hardcore and started putting in more effort. But like you said, I just wanted to challenge myself. I wanted to see what more my body could do for it, how I could change it, how I could make it better, because there's always room for improvement. So I, um, I, I would say now my levels of expertise has gotten a lot better am I at the point where I want to be yet no because right now now I'm kind of focusing on toning and building a lot more muscle um but I would say I you're always gonna want to go more because it ends up being like an addiction more eating healthy and going to the gym yeah because at a certain point you feel the difference if you go if you take that one week off you know like um you'll be able to get back right on it but in the meantime, you feel that something's missing, you know, and that's a I think that's a great place to be, you know, but it's but I think it's important to also uh, recognize that, you know, we're all going to start with different levels of intensity and commitment. But hey, as thought like for, for people that are barely getting started, it's like if you just want to start one day a week or if you just want to start two days a week, it's like, I mean, it's better than what it, it's still an improvement than what you've been working up, uh, working on up to this point. So get started. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah, most definitely. I think that it's important to start somewhere. Uh, The best time to start is today. And I do suggest that you start with small steps, baby steps. 
with me, as far as my intensity and consistency, were, I was 13 years, so I had all the time in the world. So it just became second nature to me to be at the gym. And, and as I grew older, it just, it just, it just grew on me and I just kept doing it and doing it and doing it. And, um, it got my attention about the, the, the high protein diet that, that you're, you're eating because most people are actually, um, not hitting their, their numbers as far as their protein intake daily. And, uh, to make matters worse, I don't even think that they're hitting their actual, um, calorie needs. I mean, they might be getting some calories, but not the, the nutrients that they're really looking for. So, um, there's a lot, there's a big learning curve when it comes to the, to the, to the nutrition process. So that's why it's very recommend that you get alongside somebody that actually knows this stuff. Um, even when you're going to compete or tone or whatever it is that you want to call it, there's different levels to this. And, um, I'm telling you right now that if you don't seek, um, help for professional help or somebody that at least has, has been doing this a little bit longer than you have you're going to get stuck and it, it might be frustrating, but we just need to ask the right questions and, and uh, surround ourselves with the right people to be able to, to manage this. But yes, I, I, I'm really surprised with the, with the, how you came about with the protein. Yeah. And, that's and actually- this was all something I just did by reading, you know, um, I read and I kind of, you know, like you said, it's not until you learn and ask the question. Don't be afraid to ask for help. That's the main thing where, oh, no, I'm going to do this by myself. I don't need help and I can do this. Like, No, we are here to want to help you. We we should, you know, that is probably the biggest challenge you're going to have is having to ask the question. And as soon as you go over that challenge, you'll see everything comes in easier for you. Exactly. Yeah, so let let me uh, tra- shift the conversation a little bit. So sometimes life happens, right? So we do have setbacks, whether it's because you're because l- like well, you know, life happens. Whether it's like having a baby, or whether your schedule changes, or you have a new job, uh, you know, or sometimes like a uh, Marilyn, I know, like you shared with us in in, in pre production about uh, about your experience and being able to recover like we would love to hear that story about your recovery because that that was a very challenging time but the important part was that you that you came back you know so um if you could launch us on that topic that'd be amazing yes of course so just like you said life comes in in a whole big roller coaster (laughs) and my life i would say is a roller coaster um for me it wasn't my kids my kids weren't the ones who um was my setback uh, a lot of people say that oh i have kids i'm never gonna lose weight no that was not it for me <laughs> my thing was i was actually in a car accident and i had a disc in my back um erupt eventually and i've had six surgeries since then uh lumbar fusion somewhere um unfortunately the first ones that i had were not actually done correctly by the surgeon that I had. Um, he placed screws wrong, a screw pierced one of my nerves on my leg. And um, it was just, it was bad. I was in a walker. I was stuck to a bed. I didn't think I was ever going to walk. I thought my journey was done. That was it. I was, I was in, my main thing was that I wasn't going to be able to dance. I love to dance. And I would see my kids and 
he said, man, I, I started my journey because of them, losing weight because of them. And I had already lost some weight when I had this part of my surgeries and stuff. I'd already lost weight. And I said, I wanted to be able to play. And now I'm stuck on a bed and I can't play with them. So I forced myself. I forced myself to walk. I forced myself to find a surgeon who could help fix me because the surgeon that I had retired and left me completely with no referral for another other surgeon. And I was by myself. So I found one. I found a surgeon in San Antonio. He told me there's 50% chance that you'll be able to walk again. Or we can do a pain stimulator and kind of just focus on maintaining your pain levels down. But my kids wanted me to play. I wanted to go back on my journey. I still wanted to keep working out. And I took the chance. I said, I'm going to have the surgery again. And I'm going to walk again. I went and I had my surgeries. And here I am, walking, playing, going to the gym. And you would think something like this would make me fall back because I was just laying down. I would want to eat those burgers and cheese pizzas and everything. Like, as anybody, when you fall in depression, sometimes that's what copes you. Eating is what helps you cope. I didn't. I didn't allow myself. I said, I'm never going back to to being overweight because it's not going to help me. My goal is still to want to play, still want to get out there. If I'm overweight, how am I going to pick myself up? How is this surgery even going to help me? Because I can't help me. So I kept on still with my eating habits. I kept on, you know, getting up. And I would, even if it was a, a walk around, you know, a block or less than a block, whatever it was, I did it. The same night of my surgery, they told me, do you want to stand up now or you can stand up tomorrow? And I would stand up that same night. I would stand up. Pain and all, tears and all, I did it. I stood up and I, I didn't stop. So life is meant to be hard because if it's not, you'll never feel accomplished. So that's where I'm so grateful and thankful to what I had experienced. Other people might say, why are you grateful for that? Well, I'm grateful for it because it made me the person that I am now. It brought me to what I am doing now. And my mindset has changed so much that now when people tell me this is hard or this is pain, I tell them, I know it is hard. And yes, I feel your pain. I'm not saying your pain is more than mine or mine was more than yours. I respect everybody's pain because I know what pain is. So that's okay. You're going to feel pain and it's going to be very hard but it's not impossible. Look at me. Now let's like, my thing is, let's do this. We're going to do it. Yeah. I, I love that part in the story where you say um, it was, do I want to walk today or do I want to walk tomorrow? Like it's not an, it's not an option. Like the, 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 the menu is still the same. You're still going to, you're, you're, you have your mind determined that you're going to be walking, whether that's today, whether that's tomorrow, it's going to happen. Even if it's just a few steps at a time to walking the full mile, you know, you're going to get there. And like you said, I mean, there's just so many uh, people that are intimidated, whether it's just simply because of embarrassment of going to the gym. I know there's so many videos circulating of like 
people recording others as like, oh, look how they're doing that exercise. It's like, no, that that's not helping anyone. You know, like there's like everybody, like everybody started somewhere. Um, and like you, like you mentioned earlier that you, uh, that you started like reading on your own and doing your own research. So when you, when you started looking into this, um, Jose Luis, I'm curious about, about in your case, so back before the internet, right? And may, maybe Marilyn could like, um, I'm sorry, I, I don't know anybody's ages here. So I'm just going to ask, but what was the experience like learning this stuff like bef- before, like when it was uh, before the internet? It was books, a lot of books, library, um, watching uh, any video you could get your hands on. Muscle Mag was a big deal back then. I would, I would buy uh, muscles and fitness magazines and Muscle Mag, mag- magazines. Uh, waiting on uh, like your Lou Ferrignos, your Arnold Schwarzeneggers to put on uh, an article of their routines or their workouts. It was just trial and error and just hanging out with the people that were already doing it. But even some of them were just doing the trial and error kind of thing. There was nothing um, scientific or any new findings that we could actually um, get on the gra- grasp on, on our fingers. I mean, that's that's my experience. And to add on that, I would like to say that there isn't one specific thing that you're going to see on the internet, read, or who's ever experienced. It's not going to lead to where that is for you. Everybody has their own type of way of going through this journey. My journey is not going to be the same as yours. What I eat probably is not going to be for you. What he eats or what he's doing, because we all have a different thing of what what we want to accomplish. I want to accomplish losing weight and I want to be toned. He wants to be, you know, all tone, all muscles. We're not going to have the same diet. We're going to be different. So it's not one person is right or the other one is wrong or no, it's what works for you. What is going to make, at the end of the day, what's going to make you happy? What are you going to like? What's going to make you fall in love with you? That is awesome. Yeah, and that's my, that's been my experience in working with coaches too. Like in the past, that like uh, I've been very blessed to find great people to that can help me, like in getting back to a, a place where I feel better about my health. And one of the things that they do is that hey, the best workout is the one you're going to stick to. The best diet is the one you're going to stick to. You know, so that that is some great pointers. And Marilyn, do you mind adding like uh, so I know you mentioned the mo- the motivation, but um. That, that that what what motivated you was trying to get uh, back on um you know being able to get back to where you were before after your accident uh th- what what help did you seek out during the time to try to get yourself back to the to where because i mean now i mean you're i i assume that you're fully that you're recovered and that you're back to your routine and you know but what got you there that what what type of people did you surround yourself with what type of information basically um i didn't do any type of like physical therapy or anything like that it was all me everything was me I had my mom I had uh, my daughters and I just it was basically my own mind me telling my mind that I could do it I trained my mind to overcome the pain to overcome the the no, I can't do this, or no, I can't get up today, today or tomorrow. Or it was the fact that I learned that the biggest muscle that I could have possibly ever trained was my mind, because it's mm-hmm. your mind that 
kind of sets you back, that holds you back. That, oh, or that scared that I can't do it. It was my mind that I used as my guide to get up and do it. Um, I, I didn't really see anybody or go to anybody or just I just got up and did it yeah no that's that's definitely true though because uh so before I got a coach I was lifting the same weight for a very long time and then he started doing this funny thing where it's like uh, every time I would see my program it would say they're on the notes add more weight from last week add more weight from last week add more weight from that more weight from last week before you knew it I, I had doubled like what I was doing before because in my mind, my mind was telling me, you can't do more. You need to protect your body. But my coach was able to see you could do more, you know, so do better. You know, so, so absolutely, that, that's definitely a big part of it. So I think we're, so we're pretty much ready to close. Do you guys, any, do you guys have any uh, final thoughts that you would like to add? If you want to go. Um, I basically would just like to add, even though I did, like I said, do this by myself, I always had my fan, my family and friends to always see what I was going through like now that we have Facebook and stuff like that um I would post about you know what I was going through with my back or now that you know I'm dealing with uh, lupus as well um I'm still not stopping <laughs> and my family my friends my boyfriend um have all supported me by just saying like wow you're an inspiration like people that I hadn't seen in a long time even tell me like wow like what you're doing is inspiring you're motivating me to want to do something and how do you do this and you know that's mainly what my goal has been ever since I went through my back I said you know what I went through this and I want to be that person I want to do this not you know, as an income or something. That's not what I'm looking to do. I want to do this to motivate people, to talk to them, to be their coach, to be their mentor. I want to help people. Because like I said, when I did this, it was me alone. Like, honestly, like, I did this alone. So if I could be there for someone who's struggling, you know, I would. I would really want to be there for them and help them and guide them and you know when they feel that they're gonna fall know that my hand is there I've been in that place I've been in that dark place and it's hard it's really really hard to get out of it but you can there is a light in the tunnel there really is and I thought I was never gonna see it and I'm glad that I am now yeah we definitely have to be the person that we need it when uh when we didn't have anybody, we need to be that person for somebody else. And it's uh, it's amazing that this is all about, it consists of determination, resilience, and the ability to push through challenges. And it's all about having grit and we, we could all accomplish to get there, but we just have to change the narrative in our minds, like you say, and you need, we need to become the hero of our own story. We can't continue to, to, uh, eat, Every stage of our lives requires a, a new version of yourself. And every time that we, we, we face a challenge, it's just going to develop a better, a better character. And we just need to embrace it. And, and the pain will subside eventually. It will. Because even uh, when, when you're in pain, it subsides. It, it gets to a point where the pain just, just becomes normal to you. 
and it's easier to push through. So I really, really thank you for being here with us. And I think that it's perfect for uh, what we're trying to accomplish here and, and reach uh, uh, an audience to get them, um, I guess, inspired and, and moving into the, the right direction. And this is not about motivation because motivation is not going to get you that far. Motivation is like an energy drink. It's going to take you so far and then it's going to stop. It's all about will and determination. Yeah, absolutely. And we're all like in the, we're all in different journeys, you know, and we're all at different starting points. So like in, like in, in Marilyn's story, one of the things that you can see is that she trained herself uh, for such a, for such a long time. And then had like this, uh, this drastic change that fell right in between and then having to, you know, work her way back up again. You know, some of, some of the people listening to this, I mean, it's going to be their first time getting started, you know, and the point is that, Hey, there's plenty of great people um, online here willing willing to help. So the question is, when are you going to get started? So with that said, um, you can you guys can find my Instagram in Cadena Alfonso. Uh, do you guys want to shout out any social media where people can find you? You can find me on Instagram on Marilyn Fit for You. You can find me on Facebook on Marilyn. Um, I'm there, and like I said, shoot me a message and I'll help you. I. I sincerely mean it with all my heart. I am here to help any person who's struggling and whatever it is that you need. I, I do want to help someone or many of you um, just get over that. When do I start? No, you start now. Yeah. 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 Thank you for joining us, everyone. And uh, you can find me at Sir Chain, S-I-R-C-H. A-I-N, Searchain, at all social media platforms. That's usually the handle I use. So um, if you guys need any more information about our guests or our podcast, feel free to contact any of us. All right. And if you like this programming, you'll find our Patreon information down in the show notes. Everybody have a great week. Thank you. Thank you.